kill somebody. Okay, I'm excited. Happy Fat Tuesday, man. <laughs> Happy Mardi Gras. But are we at Mardi Gras? No, we're Mardi not. Gras? We're not. But if y'all saw us on IG at all today, then you know that we do have our Mardi Gras fits on. No, I, I, I didn't post mine. You didn't? Oh, I, I posted. I didn't even know we were dressed alike. No, this is an accident. <laughs> we showed up wearing the same long sleeve striped tee. And tell me why Ash had hers on today, too. And black leggings. <laughs> That's the uniform. <laughs> Talk that to talk with Sipping Meg. Well, okay. how? How you feeling? How you feeling? Ah, uh, better. Yeah. Obviously, because you know we didn't have an episode last week, mm -hmm. so you know we had to come back bigger and better. This bigger week. and better. <laughs> and we have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to go over. But before we get into the nitty gritty, you already know we're starting first. Ignite shit. Ignite. Ignite. Okay, so this might be a little Come behind on, because, <laughs> because, you know, we skipped a week, but it doesn't matter. We still need to talk about this. So, Ignis shit, mm -hmm. Tiffany Montgomery, come on in the room and sit down. Sit down next to us. Ma'am. Not next to us, across the table. Right. So, Tiffany Montgomery, if you do not know who she is, she is some type of prophetess. She um, is a preacher, mm -hmm. speaker, motivational speaker, whatever you want to categorize her as. But mm -hmm. she is known for being a prophetess and, like, her pro prophecies, they say come to pass. I don't follow her, so I don't know. So, like, today she was posted and it said that, like, she's been talking about the year of the wife or something and, mm -hmm. like... A lot of people, I guess, that follow her have been getting engaged. She just got engaged today. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about Because I got to quit ready. What we're talking about <laughs> is how her stance on Queen B. Like, how are you going to come for Queen B? Now, she said that, and you're going to play the clip? Mm -hmm. I don't, okay. So she said that, in a nutshell, that Christian should not be going to Beyonce's concert. And we're going to go ahead and play this clip. Okay, let's see what she's talking about. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. How dare you call yourself a Christian? I don't care what pastor you got that is okay with it. I don't care what pastor you got that think is cool. I don't care what pastor you got that's singing along to their song. Because they <laughs> want some clout. Any of you. Girl. Okay. So, my, okay. So, here's my thing. She said Christians should not be going to Beyonce's concert. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't understand because I went to a Beyonce concert and I don't... Did you get very, any demonic no. references? or I feel like people be reaching. It's a reach. And is it tied into the Illuminati stuff or is it tied into... Okay, so I was listening to another um, motivational speaker girl. First of all, she used to be a lesbian. She's delivered now. Um, okay, that's that's off topic. Okay. But she was saying that there are different symbolism things in Beyonce's music. Like when she portray was portrayed as Oshun. But how are you going to say that this is negative when... There are different cultures and different tribes who believe in these gods and goddesses. Mm -hmm. Just because you're Christian and you don't believe in it, you believe in Jesus and you believe 
in something that there's else. No other. Yeah. Right. You you're you're technically saying and that's my thing with Christians. You believe that your religion is the end all be all mm-hmm. when there are so many other religions in the world. So what makes Christians believe that this is it, that there's nothing else that you should believe in? And so I just I think that that's wrong to teach people because so our Muslim brothers and sisters, they should just be like, well, I'm going to hell because I don't believe in Jesus. No. Like, or, you know, Buddhists, because they believe in Buddhism, that they are going mm-hmm. to hell. Like, I just think that that kind of talk from Christians is so negative And so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, hypocritical, in my hypocritical, opinion. Hypocritical is another word I'm thinking about, but I can't, th- I can't get it out right now. Okay. And I just, it's just, it's, I don't know. What are you, you worked up? <laughs> yes, I am worked up because it's just, ugh. And I, I was having a conversation with somebody on Facebook and I was like, um, what did I say on Facebook? And she was just like, oh, well, it's not about Beyonce. It's just the overall message. And so if it's not about Beyonce, what? why did she say Beyonce's name, first of all? But overall, what overall message? What are we talking about then? If I, you pinpointed one person in particular... You don't have to like what she stands for, but to shame your followers because they support her. Right. That's the part I feel like is kind of contradictory of Christianity. Exactly. If we're not supposed to judge thy neighbor, we're not supposed. Why are we judging? Mm -hmm. And on a platform as big as yours, and unfortunately, a lot of the diehard crazy Christians... They will listen to anyone's input on something Mm -hmm. and run with it without having uh, their own thoughts. Mm -hmm. They just heard somebody else say, so now they're running with it. Or it's ungod, it's not Christ-like, or it's not. You're being judgy and half of y'all church is into some scandalous stuff. Mm -hmm. So let's let's focus on making sure that we have our house straight before we talk about other people. Right. And the person that I was having a conversation with on Facebook, like she was saying, you know... Pretty much people who have a carnal mind or something, I don't even know what the fuck that means, are not going to get it. But first of all, I was at your wedding in September, and guess what music we were playing? (laughs) We were listening to Beyonce. You and your husband walked out to, like, wipe me down or something like that. We were dancing to secular music. It was not Not Christian music being played. Your bridal party had their own punch under their under the bridal table so how are you gonna be on facebook six months later and like oh yeah no we're not, we're not gonna support Beyonce. so what? Car- carnal knowledge just so I, I put you on uh and i put myself on real quick because <laughs> google because google said <laughs> why is it called cardinal knowledge the term derives from carnal meaning of the flesh in the biblical usage of the verb know or knew as a euphemism for sexual conduct Girl, she was throwing about big words for no reason. So because I'm of the flesh, I I mean, I don't, I'm not super religious. So these things, actually, when I was on Facebook talking about it, I was trolling. I no, was, I was, <laughs> didn't really care. <laughs> so like, I'm not super religious. So these things don't really affect me in that way. Like, I'm not looking into what this actually means like Beyonce is on this white horse or the black horse or something I everything is symbolism and oh she had a head I heard some uh saw one that said oh she had the headpiece on and it was uh symbolic of uh like devil worshiping or 
always saying that her success, the reason she's mm-hmm. climbed so high is because she's in the Illuminati. But they don't really say this about white folks. Only black people who reached a certain level of success, mm-hmm. in, they in the Illuminati. They didn't sacrifice somebody. Like, where do we get this from? But also, why do I care? I don't care what somebody else did with their soul exactly. because at the at the end of the day, the one that I'm responsible for right. is where I'm gonna mind my business. Right. I listen to music and I go on about and my I day. Go about my day. I'm not I, like, yeah. Let me figure. Let me write down what she said. And lyrics and uh, write a think piece on Twitter. I don't. I don't care. I hear. I have some songs that I like. I'm gonna keep bumping them. And move on. Right. And like even with like people gotta be mad at something. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's music, I've been a Beyonce fan since the beginning of time. Um, and so when Break My Soul came out, that song uplifted me and a whole lot of other people. Yeah. There was no negative energy I ever got from that song because if you listen to the words, she's trying to uplift and bring people out of yeah. whatever funk they're in. So I just really don't get it. And even, um, what's that girl named Black China? Her mama. <laughs> Tokyo Tony talking about Black, the, the Illuminati and God. <laughs> I got that too. I got that too. Just bring people up to speed. First of all, imagine your mama getting on the world right. wide web <laughs> talking about what she thinks. Hold on. Let me, let me play the clip. When the Illuminati come for Angela, because they're going to come. They're going to come. Nothing I can do. I don't ever want to go around my daughter again. Not alone. Not without two pistols and a pit bull. I feel marked for death with her. Because they do these things so they can get up. Oh, my mama died. Only with the Lord ready. And I got things to do out here. Wait, so she wait, wait, wait. So she's saying that Black China is gonna sacrifice her. She's gonna be correct. <laughs> wait, there's more. Yeah. I'm gonna say it right now. China. You are done out here. They gonna get you. They gonna get you. They gonna get you next. Don't say I didn't say it. I'm prepared for it. I really am. They're going to tear her down. They're going to put her on drugs. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. She don't speak up for herself. She don't do She sit in that house like a hermit. I'm just done with it. I'm definitely afraid of her. I swear to God, she would sacrifice me for more. What is she doing at the Grammys? For what? You ain't did it. I can't complete nothing with a week. Okay. Okay, so first of all, Tonya <laughs> Tony is off her rocker. Yes, and she's overlooking the fact that you made China the way she is. She's crazy and on drugs because of you. Y'all are one in the same. You scared of her, she's scared of you. Y'all always fighting. So how do you feel like the Illuminati about to do something when you already done the damage? Illuminati ain't got nothing to do with this. Beyond that, y'all couldn't call a family meeting and do this off the line. You literally said, why is your daughter at the Grammys for what? You don't even do anything. This is her mom talking to right. her like this. Girl, that's wild. 
Girl, because my mama better if I make the Grammys, my baby at the she better go hard for me. It don't matter if I'm just somebody's arm candy. You better right. cheer me the fuck on. But um, do you do you believe in the Illuminati? Like, do you believe that they are that these celebrities are sacrificing things or people to become more successful? I'm not gonna lie. I don't feel like I've cared enough to actually research mm-hmm. in depth to be able to talk you through like the history and. Because there may be parts of it that are true, but I just, mm-hmm. I, again, I don't care. I don't care because that success has nothing to do with what I'm trying to be on. And until I'm talking about me doing it mm-hmm. personally or a friend talking about it, then, or maybe I'll research it soon, but I just don't. There's parts of it that could be, but one Having the idea, like you said, that someone has to sell something out or give something away instead of just plain old working their ass off to Mm -hmm. get there, I feel like it's disrespectful to that person Mm -hmm. in all the work that they've done. Especially a person like Beyonce, because we've seen the work that she's put in to become Beyonce. Yeah. Like, nobody can deny that she's hardworking and super talented. You might not agree with that she is the best singer there is, because there are people who sing better than her, but who can outperform Beyonce? Not a soul on this planet. Yeah. Like... And there's nobody even close to second behind her. So there's no way you can tell me that she came up because who the fuck did she sacrifice anyway? Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's everybody having a conspiracy and half the time when you try to poke holes in those conspiracies, they'll find some loophole mm-hmm. to over talk you and confuse your mm-hmm. ass so that you're not following because they never had the answer. Because mm-hmm. I've heard of people saying Beyonce... Uh, Jay Z, Rick Ross. Now go back to Jay Z. The only Rihanna. thing, about nigga. Jay-Z. Okay, let me just say Christian this. Aguilera, all of them for real. So Jay Z, when Tiffany Montgomery was like, he called himself Hova, Jay Hova. I was like, hmm, that kind of sound a little off putting. But then I was like, oh, okay, that's on him. I don't call him Hova. I call him Jay Z. <laughs> he, but that was it's a shortened. So he was. Okay, backtrack. Because I'm a Jay-Z fan. Okay? So, he already was known as Jay-Z. Then he started referring to himself as Hove or Hova. That was back in like... So, we're thinking, because it's 2023. He started doing that back in like 2000, 2001. This whole time, all of this success is because of that. Because mm-hmm. he's portraying know. himself as Jehovah. No, he's saying he's the rap god, not the god god. No, and Beezus, Beezus and Jehovah. I'm just saying. Oh. You're, you sound like you're trying to get into no, the conspiracy. No, 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 I don't. Well, okay, so my understanding, though, being a Jay Z fan, is that's why he goes by Hover Hover. Because mm-hmm. that's. First of all, wouldn't that be a Jehovah's Witness then? I'm not pressed. That's not, that's not touching my religion. No, babes. Christians still call him Jehovah. Uh, the Jehovah Hebrew word for God. Jireh. Jireh, yeah. Also, she was saying that because Beyonce is the beehive. Now, we know that the beehive is because she's bee. A bee has a hive. But mm-hmm. she took it a step further and said that, oh, it's the beehive because witches' covens are called hives. So Wait, that's who said that? Tiffany Montgomery. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> so witches' covens are hives. But like I said on Instagram, you know... I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Sounds a little like witchcraft to me. Okay. I'm just going to say, like, 
you're spewing these evil words in the name of Jesus? We A lot of people do. That's terrible, but you want to call yourself a Christian. I don't think Jesus wants that. Yeah. Not at all. But she's on the other side of it. So I can do that because Jesus mm. called me to. Yeah. Um, Sliding out of that because it's not, it feels like real murky right there. And I don't want to touch on any more <laughs> religion. <laughs> I know we're behind, but I still want to talk about it. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. Go ahead. Re, oh re, re, and, and a boring halftime show. And first of all, what? Do you, okay, no, because what we not about to do? It no. was. I told you it was gonna be boring before it was started. Boring for her fans, her fans, fans. The it Navy, yes, I was saying, but I'm not Navy. Navy. No, she per, look. You um, imagine how much pressure it is to perform without really any theatrics, no special guests, just her and her catalog. Did Beyonce you see can do it? So We're not talking about Beyonce. I'm just saying. Don't be that person. We're talking about Rihanna. We're not talking about Beyonce. Not right now. Any performance and, Rihanna okay, is going to do listen. is boring. No, she's not. You're Rihanna so not a performer. But it's her vibe. It's her attitude. Just pause. Take a step back. I'm looking at this from the point of view of a black woman. She was Nigga, on I'm a black woman? That's the point. So just <laughs> shut up and listen. Okay? She took up. It sounds like it. She took up space. That's the point. And she took the opportunity to not only perform, remind y'all of the catalog. Apple Music is running her all over again. She's making money. The marketing strategies of having Fenty products in her performance, she's making money. Okay, but it was still a boring performance. It wasn't Whether boring. Whether she did all of the extra stuff or it not. It wasn't boring. It was still boring. No, it wasn't. It wasn't boring to me. It wasn't boring to somebody who literally, and Tavia, we were sitting there wow. singing every single song. I know her performances. I'm not expecting her to come out. So stop comparing her to Beyonce. She's not Beyonce. She's Rihanna. Yes, but a Super Bowl halftime show needs to be of some type of substance. Rihanna's performances have no substance. It's just it's Rihanna. Right. So it's either we're gonna be divided then. You either liked it or you didn't. And this was her coming out the same way you want to talk about it. Beyonce used a performance, remember Love on Top? And she to was reveal doing the damn was, thing. Because she always she does pregnant. it anything. Next next. But the point is she used Love on Top to announce that she was pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Rihanna used the whole of the Super Bowl to announce that she was pregnant. Let's just be happy for another black woman making her coin. Okay. I'm happy for her. I just don't think she, she should have been on the Super Bowl. They should have got Chris Brown. Well, that's not going to happen because that's problematic. That right so be quiet. Speaking of, speaking of, then we can go back to Rihanna. I don't like what they're doing to Chris Brown because you, have you been seeing like all the backlash he's been getting? Hold on. He came out with a song with Chloe Bailey. Oh, I thought you were talking about um, because he said, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was this week that that happened. So Blueface hopped on. Oh yeah, so that that's uh because that's of aftermath yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, he did a thing. He's apologized for it. I don't know if he's done anything else since then. They say with Karushi and is her name Karushi or Karuchi. Whatever. Um respect on her name too. Karuchi. I don't know her. Her and I don't know who else. I don't know if any I don't even know if that was true. But he's apologized for it. Let the man move on. He made a mistake when he was like 17. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. He was a child still. Um, 
but that doesn't take away from his talent. It ain't like he up, out here fucking underage kids. Yikes. Carl Malone. Did you R. Kelly? I can name a whole bunch. Yeah, like Marcus Houston. Wow. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Save that for later. Okay, let's put that in our back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> put that in our Put that in the back pocket. Um, yeah, I, I just thought, okay, so there's two things. One, I don't feel it's fair for someone to forever be stamped as a mistake that they mm-hmm. made. I understand, though, that it has happened more than once. So, with different women. But do we know for as sure? Well, you saw Karuchi's face. Oh, I remember that. Now, yeah. you said that, that, yeah, that yeah, has yeah. come back. And okay. then there was a clip of some other girlfriend he was with. Apparently, they were playing around and he it wasn't serious, but mm. somebody took that and ran with it. But I'm just saying, there's been several occasions. Mm-hmm. He wasn't 17 for Karuchi to still have a restraining order against him. So, I don't know the inside of these people's lives. But again... I feel like we should be able to separate the celebrity from the music, but also I understand that the celebrity is making money and, you know, gaining more traction because of the music. So I don't know how you really separate the two of them, but the blue face thing, it was like they were on, they were basically having a competition who could out beat a bitch and then... (laughs) Krishan Rock's dumbass is sitting in the background, kikiing and co-signing like, yeah, bet, yeah, daddy, yeah, he just smacked the right bitch. Are you like y'all are acting like beating so each other's asses? Correct. Y'all are so far gone because basically he was um, Blueface was like, well, you need to find the right bitch. You hit the wrong bitch, nigga. Don't be trying to bring up the fact that you know I'm over here getting in a dispute with my bitch. Your bitch told on you. Y'all telling on each other, my nigga. Like y'all, this is so toxic, though. Yeah, I'm just, just like, I don't feel we're comparing apples and oranges. Creshawn, uh and Blueface's relationship is toxic all around, and I understand what Chris Brown was trying to mm-hmm. say, but it still came across like he didn't read the room. Yeah, but he didn't read. I, I guess he was saying niggas on like we're gonna go back to shade room because that's where the comments be. Mm-hmm. Niggas on the shade room love that blue face and Krishan drama. Twitter too. Mm-hmm. They be into it. But now you want to cancel Chris Brown for something that he did. The same thing he's done. No, I get it. Like that. I just feel like he could have picked a better way. Like their publicist must be going crazy because like. Who's publicist? All of them. Because I don't think Blueface and Chris Brown I don't think. No, no, no. But Chris. Okay, you're right. (laughs) Can't have one. But Chris Brown. I understand what he was trying to Mm -hmm. say. But maybe he could have just alluded to other people without Mm -hmm. calling that toxic ass couple. Like specifically because it fell on deaf ears. Especially with Mm -hmm. him missing the. uh, Blueface missing the full point. You got the wrong bitch. Nigga, go get you a different bitch. And then his mama, who wants to be relevant, she brings her ass. Like, I wish my mama would just be on the internet doing all of this. But you also would let your mom fight your significant other. That's wild. Right, exactly. That's It's just all toxic. So, toxic is going to breed more toxicity they don't care they're making money and that's the sad part they don't understand that they are the literal butt of people's jokes that's the sad part but we going off on my bad I'm okay sorry. let's let's get back to rihanna because i mean they she an illuminati too so all no, the okay apparently all the christians should have turned their tvs off at that point 
I'm just saying, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but also with the Super Bowl, um, I was seeing a lot of backlash with Shirley Ralph and her... <laughs> Bitch, what you laughing for? Because I'm on Twitter and everybody was doing flashbacks of... Uh, remember she was in... Um, Oh, uh, what's the movie with Whoopi Goldberg? Sisters Act, remember? And Lauren Hill was oh, her was daughter. Her. She was like, you can't get nowhere singing. You can't get it. And then it was like 23 years later. She <laughs> over here belting it out, singing with her head back, singing the national anthem. Yeah, but all of the unseasoned people. Oh, were, so, sorry. Interject this. The black national anthem. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. She, she sang Lift Every Voice. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't really hear, really pay attention to her performance, but I do go and read comments. And like, so all of the unseasoned people are like, we only have one national anthem. This is divisive. This is wrong. She shouldn't be singing this. You know, I guess they saying black people further divided and whatever. But what... Like, and then they go on to say, like, you know, that they have HBCUs, they have black universities, but are y'all stopping to <laughs> think about why these why things were created? Why did, why did we need to have a song that uplifted black people? Why did we need to open up universities? Because we couldn't get into y'all schools. What the fuck? So we were supposed to just wait X amount of years to be allowed to get an education? Then we'd have been further behind. So we yeah. took action to do what we had to do to still be second class citizens. But you know, we did what we had to do. So why I just don't understand. It's like whatever we do, they it's are damned if we do, damned if we don't. And you know, so many people say, well, I don't know anybody so many unseasoned people say, you know, I'm not racist and I don't know anybody who is, but where are all these people coming from? You don't like it's so it's many somebody's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> it's so many people out here who feel like this. So just stop lying. And, you know, I don't feel like I have to say this every time because I know that it's not all white people. I know that it's not. I don't I feel like I have to say I've that. never I'm heard a black on. person talk ill about the black national anthem, though, because they understand what it's rooted in. Right. And but we, I get you, I get it. I, we were not, we weren't even free for when the national anthem was um, written. We were still enslaved people. Correct me if I'm wrong. So even with the 4th of July, we were still enslaved people. That's why I don't celebrate the 4th of July anymore because that's not my holiday. That's not for me. I'm over here trying to, because first of all, do I remember? I don't even remember the whole thing. The whole thing of what? The the Star Spangled Banner. Isn't that the national anthem? Yes, but so we we shorten it. Yeah, so the Star Spangled Banner is a national anthem of the U.S. Uh, The lyrics come from Defense of Fort M. Henry, a poem written on September 14th, 1814. Mm -hmm. So, no. No. Because didn't the last slaves in Texas, which is Juneteenth, it was 1865, right? Um, Yep, you got it. Mm-hmm. June 19th, so, 1865. Yeah. Come on, historian! <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you, better, you better talk to him. So, you know, my people were not free. And so, you know, now they, we want to sing a national anthem, but take out the part where... No, don't take it out! Well, can I... I feel like you're, you're drawing a picture, which is exactly the point. The same way 
that want uh, people want that to be extracted out is the same way the wrongdoings that have happened are trying to be erased within school exactly. systems now. It's, it's crazy, first of all. I never imagined that I would really live in Texas. Because when you take a step back, yes, I understand pricing is good for homes and blah, blah, blah. It's up and coming. But the understanding that this is one of the places that wants to absolve any type of teachings and talking about black history is mm -hmm. scary as fuck. So you were asking, where are these people? they probably down the street from us, man. Exactly. Hiding Next door neighbors. Yeah, hiding in plain sight. I, that's scary too. It is because am I not, and you know I don't know if we talked about this before, but I feel like segregation or desegregation was like I, if I were alive during the civil rights era, <laughs> I would not have fought for desegregation. I would have been like I, I don't, don't believe you. I don't believe you simply because you're coming from the viewpoint of someone born in this time frame and looking back. If you didn't know what it was that you were quote-unquote fighting for, I think the idea or the promise for, ooh, this sounds so cheesy, a better tomorrow, mm -hmm. I feel like you would have been all over it, especially because you have kids. Maybe, but mm, me right now, <laughs> I'm like, niggas, y'all fall for this? <laughs> for there to still be racism, for there to still be things that hold us back? I mean, yes, we are in a better place, but I feel like we could have created our own. Well, Okay, so I was talking to one of my little cousins the other day, and she told me she feels like, you know, in a couple, or first, let's say, y'all don't know, 60, 70 years from now, I feel like it's going to be segregated again. She's like, I feel like we're going to go back to what it was before because everyone fought hard to get to this, and they're seeing like it's really not all it's cracked up to be, especially because we were talking about she's in college now, and her issues of being a biracial girl paired up with this white boy in a class and just hearing some of his thoughts on because it was a I think it was a government class or something like that and she was like pissed like sip I cannot believe he thinks like this so without him her even telling me mm -hmm. what he was I was like he he this right he the palm people she's like yeah how'd you know I'm like how would I not know it was obvious as soon as you started telling me his viewpoint so but there are people who believe that by a certain time frame, there's not going to be just, there's only, there's not going to be all of these races. Everybody's just going to be mixed together. So how would that be? Like if we were talking about her viewpoint, mm -hmm. we kind of technically wouldn't be able to do that because everybody's just going to be mixed. Like everybody's going to be looking like you. When? How? When? Remember <laughs> how we were talking to, oh, this sounds so bad. Remember when we were talking about the hills have eyes? Mm -hmm. And how good of a movie it was. But I was like, dang, it's really people like that out in the middle of, like, this little podunk town. No, it's some people like that independence. Like, in Louisiana. Okay. Like, the daddy Those are the ones the that daughters. are going... To, oh, that's sad. Okay, mm -hmm. that took a turn. I meant the color thing. Like, not the wanting color. to... Color. Yeah. Like, them being so gung-ho on not mixing Oh, I thought you were talking people. about mutant. Jesus. Well, that too. Can you... Do you understand the idea that some people are willing to do that instead of mixing with other races and that is beyond me because i could not imagine having sex with my son i can't imagine having sex with anybody in my family 
Like, what? Yeah. You would rather do that than procreate with somebody who doesn't look like you? That is extreme. But I also can't tap into the mind of a racist like that to understand, one, your deep-seated hatred for someone for nothing they Mm. did. Literally, I'm just over here existing. Right. That's crazy. My skin just happens to be darker. But I do believe... But you're Christian. Exactly. I believe that because I this might be racist. Oh god. And I'm not racist, but that's what is, a racist said. <laughs> Tread no, lightly Ma. No, what I'm gonna say is that black people are fucking awesome. Like from athletics to being smart to anything that we touch. It's kind of awesome. So I right, believe so that there was... Making her money and her girl, if you don't shut up. <laughs> so I believe that there was... Um, um, we're threatened. They were threatened by our potential. And so that's why they felt the need to enslave us and, and do these things to make us, you know, second-class Thre- citizens. Threatened? They No, bringing me across... All the way from Africa. Okay, maybe not. Uh, tr- okay, maybe not that far. Back. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. after saying, we gotta keep it historically. Yeah. Okay, after after slavery, they saw that the potential that we had, and they like, no, 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 no. Let me keep a book. Out exactly. Of your land. Make sure that's you how. Land. Because how can you just hate somebody because of the color of their skin? Like that. I don't know. It just makes no sense. Now you can hate me because I did something to you. But just because I'm brown, isn't that, that weird? is weird? Yeah, like, well, I don't. This is weird. Is uh, like History Month being feb- in February, the shortest month of the damn year. Let me tell you, when I was in high school, what it was this boy named Brady Lewis, and we do not have to bleep his name out. Oh, okay. we wanted to beat his ass because it was some. It, it was during Black History Month. And somebody said, one of the guys in school, I can't remember his name, but he said something about Black History Month. This motherfucker going to say, well, we got the rest of the year. It took everything in mm. all of us to not jump on him because it was some dude standing up and and the, like, the situation had to be diffused. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's how they feel. I can't imagine growing up in a small town, Meg. He also, okay, <laughs> let me just put this in there. So in when I graduated high school, I um I was number five and I got the opportunity to read the commit one of the commencement speeches because the valedictorian five, salutatorian like, oh graduated number five yeah. got you got you the valedictorian and salutatorian didn't want to well they were out of the country then number three didn't want to read it so four and five me and no four didn't want to do it so five and six did it I was five the boy after me did it anyway. Same boy, same white boy. Mm. He was going around to the teacher saying that I said I didn't want to do my speech. So he was trying to read it. He was trying to take my speech from me. I was like, my nigga. No. All right, let me get off my rent. What else you got, Sims? Again, I know we're late, but uh, I still want to talk about it. Because Valentine's Day, uh, the girlies were going in on Twitter and I don't know about you, but on IG, I'm seeing couples surface that I never knew existed. How do you feel about Valentine's Day? And how do you celebrate? What do we... So, me personally, I feel like Valentine's Day is the one day out of the year where the woman should be catered to. What? I mean, you could buy your nigga something. 
That's fine. But mm-hmm. I feel like Valentine's <laughs> Day is for me. Wait. <laughs> I want to be treated like this more than once a year. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. If you don't do nothing else all year, Valentine's Day is it's your it. day really? to cater to your woman. I That's just how I feel. Yeah. I don't feel like... I mean, because... Yeah, you do stuff for men, but... Mm, I do. Yeah, but it's just whatever. No, it's not. I feel like you're supposed to go all out for me for Valentine's Day. You're supposed to go out for each other on mm. Valentine's Day. See, where's my man? Give me the man. <laughs> I, I would spoil you, I swear. You rubbing feet? No, I'm not rubbing feet. You knew that was going to be off limits immediately. Immediately, no. But I feel like you should, if you expect them to spoil you, you should be able to, you know, return the favor. I mean, the favor can be returned in other ways. God damn. Find find something else. Yeah, find, like tomorrow, the 15th. You can have your day on the 15th. That's the side chick day. The day before and the day after. Who said he got a side chick? I'm just saying that's side chick day. Well, for the real couples, you can spoil your man on the 15th and he spoil you on the 14th. How come y'all can't both spoil each other on the 14th? I said what I said. Okay. But you know what I did really (laughs) love that I saw that was very, very thoughtful? What? Our friend's sister... Her boyfriend took her out of town mm-hmm. and he found a restaurant with her, name. with her name. That was so thoughtful. Like, come on, find a restaurant named Meg yeah, or Meg or Alexandria or something. <laughs> Shit. It doesn't have to cost a lot. Honestly, right. the most thoughtful gifts are usually more low key, something, especially if it's like an insider between the two of you guys mm-hmm. or something like that. Really cute. Um, and I, I, let's be clear. I don't want single people to hate on holidays like that. Mm-hmm. Be happy that you see people around you in love and understand that you can show love in other ways. It doesn't have to be just with the significant other. It can be mm-hmm. friendships. You can show off for your family or self-love. Treat yourself. It's not sad or like embarrassing because I saw a lot of that. Mm-hmm. The single girls were like, oh, I know y'all are punching the air today, huh? It's just like, why does it have to be negative to see somebody else happy and you're just Mm -hmm. you're still happy but you're just still waiting for that piece of the puzzle to come into place Mm -hmm. i just don't feel like your self-worth should be um defined by if you're in Mm -hmm. a relationship or not that's weird to me why do the people in relationships feel like the single people are punching the air because they are not in a relationship yeah things go in cycles you might not be in your relationship on the 15th yeah because you find out when he was he with his side bitch so I would be quiet and be humble. I mean, but you loud and all you got was a box of chocolates. I don't want that anyway. No. So yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's okay. I be happy with what you're doing, but I just felt like some of the posts I was seeing mm-hmm. were more concerned about the single people than their actual significant mm-hmm. other. Like focus on that. Right. Because y'all be going through niggas like y'all go through draws. Man, be in love every three months. Married every three months. Well, that too. That engaged. Okay, so back to these unseasoned people. Uh huh. Um, you were talking about some documentary, deconstructing Karen. Oh, 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 oh! Have you heard of it before? No, no, no. Tell me about it. 
So I stumbled across it. I was on the the clock app, you know, scrolling as I do. The what app? Clock. TikTok. Oh, why'd you call it clock? The clock app? That's just what people you're so I keep you hip and young. That's what this is. It's just a thing. Okay, well, pause. It's just it's, a thing. The clock app? Yeah, like if you don't wanna it doesn't matter, Meg. Look past it. So TikTok. I was on there and I saw somebody post a clip of um it was like a table of Caucasian women. Most of them looked middle-aged. And then there was a black lady and an Indian woman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold on, what are we doing? Some of the women were crying. And the black lady and the Indian lady were just looking like, like, save your white tears, I don't care. So I was just like, oh my God, what is this? So I had to go do a little search or whatever. And I saw that there's Deconstructing Karen. It's a documentary that was released November 24th of 2022. Mm -hmm. And basically, um, the Indian woman and the black woman came together because they saw that there was an opportunity to educate white women and some of the biases that they have or the racism that they have Mm -hmm. deep within themselves that they don't realize they do. And... I thought it was interesting because the women, their responses to some of the, the, I'm sorry, let me back up. The white women's responses to this black and Indian woman's questions immediately was defensive. And their first reaction in that defense is to cry. And the black lady was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh If you got to cry, the rule is you need to go out into the living room. Oh, side note, they're doing this over brunch. So it's supposed to be open conversations about race over brunch. And so she was like, if you're going to cry, I need you to go to the living room. And she was like, does anyone know why we don't need her crying in here? And one of the women was like, because it's distracting. She was like, exactly. A white woman's tears are the most powerful thing. Immediately, it stops everyone else from paying attention to the point. And so I just thought it was really, I liked it. One, um... It was really eye-opening because I guess I knew it, but hearing someone else say it out loud, if you ask someone, hey, are you racist? And the first thing they say is, oh, no, I don't see color. Oh, my God, I don't see color. That's That's a red flag. You need to see color. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not seeing color, then you're as much as the problem as the actual actively racist people are that are doing these things. The, The point is... Black and brown people need white people advocating for them as well. Because unfortunately, more people are going to listen to that white person mm-hmm. than a full a room full of black, black and brown people yelling for equality. So I thought it was interesting because these women were just like clutching their pearls and they were so offended and everyone felt like they were being, the black and the Indian women were being combative or um aggressive and it's just like this is exactly that's that's the point Mm -hmm. so anytime a black or brown woman is proving their point or um passionate about something Mm -hmm. immediately the first thing that's thrown on them is the narrative that they're being aggressive i've been told i'm aggressive i was just about to say that happened to me uh last year at my last job we were 
out at um, a Mexican restaurant eating, and of course we was drinking margaritas, so mm -hmm. I was a little tipsy. And mm -hmm. everybody know when I'm tipsy, I you know I'm more lively, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna talk a lot, and I'm already naturally loud. So we were having a conversation, and I stood up, and I was talking to this guy over the table. Mm -hmm. And so he told everybody that I was being aggressive. I'm like, how am I being aggressive? I, like, aggressive to me means I'm mad at you. There's a problem. There's yeah, an issue. It's negative. Like, we about to fight if right. I'm aggressive. And I'm talking to you aggressively. Like, I'm, I'm well, not aggressively, but I'm, you know, yeah. passionate the way I'm talking to you. That's how I talk to people when I'm comfortable with them. So for him to say, label me as being aggressive mm -hmm. was kind of hurtful because he was somebody that I considered a friend that I worked with. So it was like, we kind of had a mediation with him, me, and another black woman. And I, I was telling her about it. And I was, you know, telling him how I felt about it. He still didn't understand. Mm hmm He's, he doesn't have to. He was Hispanic, though, but he was more of a white Hispanic, kind of. So. Okay, so I wanted to just read a couple of the reviews with you. Mind you, I saw a little snippet on um, YouTube, so I wanted to watch the whole thing. But it's just funny because just through some of the reviews, you can see, you can guess who the reviews are coming from without any type of identifiers. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to read a couple of the one out of tens first, and then I'll read the 10 out of 10 so you could just see how, um, opposite it. Oh my gosh. So this one says battling racism through insufferable bullying, insufferable bullying. God, I can't read today. Sarah Rao. Oh, that's one of the women. That's the Indian woman. Um, her aggression is repellent, suffocating and self-righteous, um, She's offering no important enlightenment for ignorant humanity. Um, she visibly gets off hurting and humiliating people. And apparently white women are paying to be her target because she promises to smash your white fragility. And they quoted it. Why are you mad? The next one, one out of 10, terrible show that just creates more negativity. Two women that are trying to make things worse. No kindness is given in the way they speak to others. Women are trying to be respectful and understand what they say, but instead of listening, the two are just creating more trouble. Definitely worth passing on this show. Not helpful at all. Everything with this documentary is wrong. Replace Sarah with someone that listens and isn't a bully. Uh, so that's one. Oh, this is the last one. One out of ten. This was filmed and produced with the money appropriated from Canadian taxpayers. Thumbs down. <laughs> okay. Here's a 10 out of 10. The title is Truth Hurts. I have no idea why people don't want to learn or be educated on things they don't understand. This documentary merely points out the white privilege and where so many of us can't comprehend how and what it's like for black and brown people to live in their skin. I believe so many people have low ratings because they are threatened and probably never watched it. I strongly suggest everyone watch it. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but what have you got to lose? Learn something about our fellow man um, and help everyone in the long run is what I see. This is an incredible documentary. The bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly truth. So that's one. Uh, another 10 out of 10, being self-aware. This movie makes you feel compelled to be more self-aware and how your actions can negatively impact those around you. It's important that these people do not get marginalized because of conditioning that has been generations in the making. 
When you think about it, white culture tends to bulldoze its way into the culture of others, and we twist and warp it until it goes away, shuts up, and assimilates to us to suit our own sensibilities. Shout out to this white person. Holly, you go Holly. Um, and then this is the last one. Education, oh, 10 out of 10. Educational and thought-provoking. Highly recommend. I'm disappointed but not surprised by some of the negative reviews on this piece. I'm so glad I got to watch it. Regina and Shreya use this film not to discuss the history of racism, but focus more on the understanding of institutional racism and how the power of white women is currently, for the most part, upholding white supremacy. On the flip side, it also touches on the transformational power, positive power that white women can hold once they begin to genuinely understand the lived experience of those marginalized people. It is fascinating and barely scratches the surface. It's a harsh starting point, but one that needs to, but one that's a necessary eye-opener. Mm -hmm. So overall, shout out, and I don't want to say woke because I don't like that, mm -hmm. but I appreciate that it's not just everyone throwing tomatoes at it, but they actually sat, took their ego out of the situation and just watched it mm -hmm. at face value to get what they could from it. So I actually want to watch the whole thing. So I think what we should do, some homework, we should watch, commit to watching the whole thing, and then mm -hmm. we need to have an episode um, where to we talk. Report with, back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to have an episode where we have a guest on who is non-person of color. Mm -hmm. That would be very interesting. We just have to find somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we have time. But it was definitely, it, it made me want to watch mm -hmm. it more because the, clips i'm not gonna lie it started pissing me off a little bit because just like clockwork she was like here come the white tears and then she started crying and it was like i don't see color whatever so we're gonna we're gonna watch it and then we'll come back so okay stay um, tuned yeah and if anybody has heard of it or watched it already let us know what you think it's totally fine to have opposing viewpoints but just be prepared to you know talk your shit so anyways Ask your homegirls. Come on, let's get into it. This is from one of our Cali listeners. Shout out to you. And it's a guy. So mm. shout out to that. We got a little mix coming in. Um, So ask your homegirls. It says, love what you ladies are doing. Here's a good topic for you. Why do women fake orgasms if you're not sexually satisfied? How do you manage the relationship? Hmm. Did I read that right? Yeah. No. Why do women fake orgasms? And if you're not sexually satisfied, how do you manage the relationship? Yeah, I didn't read that right the first time. Okay, so I'll start because I don't really have much to say. Um, I'm not in relationships. I'm not like an open sexual person. As stated before, I'm a pillow princess, so I don't really talk that much. So mm. I've never faked anything. Mm -hmm. Like if it didn't happen. It was just kind of like, mm, that was disappointing. Mm. Um, but I don't have those problems now. <laughs> this is what... No, what, this is pre-marriage. Tell us. Yes, this is pre-marriage. So it was just kind of like, I really didn't have a steady boyfriend. So it was just like, oh, well, next. <laughs> so I just, I, I mean, I'm not going to fake it though. I'm not going to so protect your ego. Him, though, why do you think women fake? To protect the nigga's ego. To make a nigga feel like he doing some big shit. And I'm not that type of bitch. I'm not going to make you think you doing something good if you're not. 
But you just wouldn't circle back and try again. Exactly. Copy. I mean, I might try a second time, but if it's still like... Oh. But how do you expect something to change if you didn't tell them anything was wrong the first time? Okay. It's, it's just, it's just kind of like, you know... Okay, so for me, it's kind of like... I had a... Um, I bought a box of muffins one time. And one time I opened a pack and it was kind of like moldy. Like when I opened it, it was... You know how it has like mm -hmm. the fuzzy on it? Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, no. Threw it away. Mm -hmm. Bought another box, tried it again, and they were fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst fucking analogy I've ever heard. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, at least it's the same box, and you just tried a different one, and it's it. You went and got a whole new box. That's a different... It's manufactured probably by the same company, but not the same factory, babes. Next. I cannot believe that. <laughs> I mean, it didn't stop me from getting the muffins. It wasn't that. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't but if bad I, enough if it to were, not. If it were disappointing again, then I'd be like, okay, no. <laughs> so that's just, it's, it's, you know, that's how it worked out. Okay. You got time? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to tell him it's because there's an orgasm gap, sir. That's why. So what I mean by that is that there's been studies to show that heterosexual males successfully reach orgasm at higher rates than mm -hmm. us heterosexual women. So there's a selfish mindset of, oh, I'm getting mine. She better get hers, you know, or just not even taking the time to understand what's going to work for her and understanding what your partner needs or is looking for. So they'll fake it. And I guess her answer is, I just want to get it over with. Mm -hmm. And that's sad because I don't want to get anything over with. If I have to think of it like that, I shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. it because sexual experiences are meant to be enjoyed by both, both parties. parties. Right. So I'm not faking it. Mm -hmm. And clearly I'm more vocal because I'm going to. Okay. So one, a reason, yeah, people, women could fake it because they're trying to protect that male's ego. Or they're uncomfortable and they don't know how to bring mm. the conversation up. But to me, it's like communication has to be the answer because that's the only way it's going to make it better. Mm. The alternative is you're just going to keep continuing to fake it or you're going to move on to find something else, find someone else that is going to do that. But no one is a mind reader. Mm. So if you're, especially if you're in a, because he said a relation, like, did he say relationship? He did say. He said a relationship. relationship. Yeah. So I already know I like you. I already know we're there. I'm not going to throw that away and start with somebody new, but I am going to communicate like whatever way is not going to bruise their ego, but not enough women just tell men what it is that they want. And I think if you are uncomfortable with having that conversation, maybe you can just like say, hey, let's try this. Because suggest. if it's something that you know that's going to take you there, then you can just slide that in. Like, maybe we want to try this, or maybe we want to try that. Yeah. What was that song we was listening to? It was about a dream. We was in the car, and he was like, ain't got time for foreplay or nothing. Oh, God, lot, I can't remember. But yeah, yeah. A lot of women need that. So, men, if you feel like somebody is faking something with you, or... You, sometimes you can't tell, though. I don't know. I've, I've done it one time. Wow. I know. Wow. I did it one time. Mm. 
Okay, so if you feel like your partner I was younger, isn't though. okay, I was if you feel younger. like your partner is, you see, when I was younger, I didn't know what I it was supposed to feel like. I didn't know what you didn't context clue like, huh? This no, this ain't it. I know, I don't know. I, I had like nothing I don't to go off here. of. I don't, don't want to be here. Maybe that's an indicator that uh, it's not working for me because it's not like it's terrible without it. It's just excellent with it yeah i guess so, that yeah yeah so i just think that you know if you, you yes if you are uncomfortable having the conversation just try some new things and if he's not open to it and he's just like you know also i've heard don't know what? but i've heard that if you do anal you know I'm not some people nope. we'll nope. talk about it on another episode okay so yeah no. Just, I mean, somebody I'm not, else do it. I mean, I just heard. Okay. I heard, nigga. That's what I heard. Well, I heard no. I'm All not. right. Well, if you have any more <laughs> questions for us, don't forget to DM us at underscore talk that talk podcast. You can hit us on Facebook or you can email at us at info.talkthattalk at gmail.com. Yeah. Well, I feel like this was, this was good shit. Yeah. It was, it was great. Good shit. All right, y'all. We getting out of here. Don't forget to catch us next Thursday. Till then, peace out.